Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the number one professional wrestling radio show in Las Vegas. This is the Mark Hoke Show. The Mark Hoke Show. Going bell to bell with the best in professional wrestling news, entertainment, and lots of Sin City surprises from inside the squared circle. Now, let's get to all the exciting pro wrestling action and bring on the host. Here is Mark Hoke. And we return to the Mark Hoke Show. It's hour number two of this unbelievable fiasco, the best in pro wrestling news and entertainment. I'm Mark Hoke. By my side, the one. The only, and thank God, yeah, there's yeah, only right. one. Yeah, there's only room for one, man. The David <laughs> difference. Oh, what a difference a day makes. Gary Johnson, Ripple Man, said he can't remember. That's right, because he's always drunk. He's on Ripple. Can we have him call in, please? No. Please. No. I want to talk to Gary. No. Gary, you know the number. Call in. <laughs> Interrupt the show. It wouldn't be interrupting the show. Gary, give us a call. <sighs> I need an introduction. Gary. Gary is K Don's super listener. Yeah, well, he is. Yeah, well, call in. I want to congratulate him. I wanted to congratulate him on interrupting Steve Sanchez's show the other day. That was pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> I give him I give him five points for being schnookered during right. Steve's show. But anyway, of course yeah. that's uh three to six here on K Don, Monday right. through Friday. Right. Followed by Captain Archive, Ken Thompson there from six to eight. Damn. Shots fired. <sighs> Anyway, but we talk pro wrestling here. Oh yeah. Now interesting period here. I gotta I gotta give WWE credit for giving up on December. Sort of. Well they're getting ready for Royal Rumble. Yeah, so what but do they, you mean? But they tried up? that they tried that you remember they tried the day one pay per view? Uh years ago, yeah. No, it wasn't that long ago. Day one. New Year's Day. Oh, was it? Uh, they yeah. tried doing that New Year's Day pay per view when Roman Reigns got COVID. Oh. And you remember it threw the whole world championship. That's what caused the whole um, unification of the championships mm-hmm. fiasco to start in the first place. COVID. Two years ago. Damn you, COVID. Yeah, Roman, Roman got COVID the day of that pay-per-view. So are you saying they're bringing it back? No, they're not. They're being smart and not doing a pay-per-view on New Year's Day. Oh. But well, you said they took the month of December off. Generally, yeah. Yeah, we're going. You're saying for pay per views. Yeah, they're, uh, excuse me, premium live event. Premium mm. live event. Premium. Yeah. Okay. Well, good. Yeah. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> yes, get them in there. I'm not even set up for this. Get them in <laughs> What do you mean? Oh, get them in good there. Good Lord. All right, all right. Hang on a second. Hang on all a right, second. We got Gary Johnson the, coming the, in the, here. The, the, that's what I, we need. I don't, I don't even know if I've got this ready to roll here. Hang on a minute. We'll see. We'll Dave, see. Dave, keep talking for yeah, a second. So we got Gary Johnson calling in. That's Ripple Man, and he um, just wants to make an introduction to the Mark Hoke Show. He could be um, the latest addition to the panel here, and I'm excited about that. Again, but while Mark gets it together, let me. Uh, we lost him. He hung up. Okay. Well, he probably passed out. So now we're going to get phone ringing. Awesome. Oh, <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Ah, I love it. Already. Already uh, he's added to the show. Unbelievable. Love it. <laughs> so, yeah. But, but but AEW has not given up on this time period. Okay. We've got the Worlds Collide pay-per-view on December 30th on mm. Long Island. 
And I'm wondering, is MJF going to be a victim of the hometown championship loss? Oh. I, who's it? Who's, course, he, who's take, he versus? He's taking on Samoa Joe. Mm-hmm. And it's not so much that I would expect Joe to beat him. Even though it's a good, I, I think it's a decent possibility. I would not complain about Samoa Joe being the AEW world champion. But MJF is busted up right now. If you you didn't know, uh, he's got a couple injuries yeah. that he's going through right now. Uh, his hips messed up from that dive that he did. You and I saw that um, at full gear. If you remember... There, he was wrestling Jay White, and he had put Jay White on the announcer's table, but the announcer's table collapsed prematurely. Right. You know, kind of like Dave's you know, last romantic interlude. Oh. But he went through with it anyway. Damn. Always. The show <laughs> must go on, man. And uh, jumped off the top off the top, uh, top rope uh, and jumped on Jay White, but when he came down, hurt his hip. Mm. And plus he's been dealing with a torn labrum, too, from – Back Lab- at Wrestle Dream. Lab- Labrum. Oh, I thought you said. Like, what are you doing? Is that a thing? <laughs> You're out of control, Mark. What is your problem? <laughs> but but they're trying to work around all this with MJF. Uh but you know, he's gonna be heading into this match with Samoa Joe trying to hold on to the AEW World Championship. And so he's got those problems. Plus, he's got a little devil problem. Ah, she the devil. He's got a little devil problem. The devil popped up. And, of course, he laughed at him last week on Dynamite. And now this week, we got a typewritten message that the devil has challenged Samoa Joe and MJF to some sort of tag match, whether it's with some minions or something. But there's a devilish tag match coming up. that That was hokey, man. That the the <sighs> message and everything, I was like, "Wow, they couldn't have done better than this." Wow, yeah, hokey, yeah, hokey. What's your problem? What's your problem, man? Yeah, I think if I think he needs some time to rest up, man. Obviously, and like it can only get worse. Like if he's, you know, continuing to go, so sometimes it's good to rest up, man. Switch stuff up, story wise. We got a new year's coming. Yeah, it's it's gonna be an interesting decision to see if he can. You know, it, it. You know, sometimes these world cha- long world championship reigns can really wear you down. You know, and and he's beat up pretty badly. And boy, and and you got to give him credit for doing the spot with Jay White. But at the same time, there's a reason that they do those spots where they land on that table and it collapses because it it helps cushion the fall when you go down. Oh, you've you've done this before, Mark. What well, you sound like 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 you've done this before, Mark. I haven't done it, but I understand the physics of it. Do you? Yeah. Do you? Because you're not falling straight on the floor, right? You you you, you hit you land on something that collapses, mm-hmm. so it it breaks the fall, and so when you hit the table, it it breaks it collapses down, so it doesn't. You're not going down all the way on a concrete floor with a you know, a two-inch mat. Yeah, it's a it's a drop a di- and a drop. Can we put together a diagram so people watching can see what you're well, talking about? <laughs> Do you want to draw one up, Dave? Yeah, next week. Throw it Everybody up, throw it up on the live stream. But I mean, but that's a long way down. It's a hard fall. You know, so 
I mean, credit for him to going through with it, but you know, in in retrospect, it may not have been the right decision. So I don't know. Well, yeah, that adrenaline gets to you. You just go and you move. You know, I mean, you've been out there. There's yeah, excitement. He's a gutsy guy. But that's but, what I say. Yeah, maybe a break is is. I mean, good health reasons. Yeah, and so. Dave, I, I think we're getting close, and I have a feeling maybe they're going to reveal who the devil is mm. at this World's Collide pay-per-view. What if a, um, it's me, Austin? <laughs> it's Vince McMahon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Vince is still employed with the uh, oh. the, the gang. At, <laughs> that would be TK. the craziest thing. You know, <laughs> you know, Shane McMahon showed up. Now, oh, that yeah, would be good. Yeah, yeah. But, but. You know, there's there's obviously a few candidates, and certainly, you know, you never know. There could be a surprise or two out there. But who who do you think it is, Dave? Who who is it at this point? I don't know because I'm watching the footage, and then sometimes who's there and who's not there, or who's in a different area. It wouldn't be that person. So I would say probably CM Punk. Oh no, he already came back to WWE. Yeah, that's mm. that is not yeah. a solution. No clue, man. No clue. No I, clue. I mean, but they're hyping it so much, it better be good. I hope it's Adam Cole. It's got to be Adam Cole. But how? Like, he limping around, so we're saying he's faking that. Or I guess he's just sitting there talking, so it would, could be. Would it be the first? I mean, <laughs> it would be an elaborate hoax. Yeah. But would it be the first time that somebody faked an injury in pro wrestling? Maybe. Oh, no. Probably I not. mean... Yeah, I don't. It, I that would be the logical answer, Adam Cole, baby. I don't. Other than that, he says somebody from his past. I don't know, man. CM Punk? No, CM Punk <laughs> no. came back to WWE. Yeah, I don't know. I saw a suggestion on Reddit that it's Tony Khan. Okay, walk me through that. I don't know how you walk through. Well, <laughs> I mean, think about how he's treated Tony Khan. All the embarrassments and. You know, of course, what happened at Double or Nothing here a couple of years ago? What happened? The, the contract where he well, where he skipped out on the fan fest to uh, get a raise. Yeah. So what's Tony going to do? I don't know. How would it, that it make? It was all Vince McMahon. Yeah, but what then? What's his angle? Well, he's trying to destroy MJF. Oh, he's going to make the, him miserable. Well, he could do that without the mask. He could, but it's more fun. Mm, for who? Him. What about us? Well, I don't know. I'm enjoying it. <laughs> you know, you know who's you know would be an interesting name though that I I just thought of. Go for it, Britt Baker. Think about that one for a second. Yeah, because he's it. he's dissed her a couple of times in the past. Do you really think that he's dissed every? It might be and you. It, he's well, dissed it, you a few times. He in the had. Past. You know, it could be me. So yeah, it's it's up anybody he's ever dissed. But think about that for a second. Maybe Britt's mad that she he's been spending time mm. with you know her her man. There was a, a vignette where he was trying to get Adam to go off with a couple of girls. Oh, yeah. And hell hath no fury like a woman scorned. But what again? What? Who's the rest of the clowns? Doesn't matter. Well, then what's the They've point? They've got friends. But what has she done at this point except, well, what have they done? I don't know. I mean, Britt's been off TV for a while. Mm. Maybe you got a point, Mark. You know, that would be that it, would be intriguing. It wouldn't be intriguing. I think it'd be a lot of fun. Where do they go with that? 
Oh, it's me. It's me, MJF. Britt Baker, you're trying to ruin my marriage. And then what? They fight? Blood and guts match? Nah. What happens? Come on, finish it. Finish the booking, Mark. Smart idea. Think about that for a second. Where does it go? That's a, that is a good question. Thank you. Let's move on. I'm just saying. <laughs> I, I, yeah, it, it, it would be an intriguing possibility, though. But you never know. I mean, there's other people out there. You know, Roderick Strong. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know. Eh. But of course, everybody hates MJF. Ah, that's my guy. What do you mean? I of course, like a lot of people are saying Wardlow because <laughs> in the the promo that he cut, his hair was all messed up, and they had just done a devil thing right before that. So they were saying he just took the mask off. Yeah. And he hadn't fixed his hair. So I don't know. Yeah, I just was trying to think like where it would go interesting. Like, oh, wow. I don't think we're going to have many more. Oh, wow. Did you see Jade Cargill with Nelly? What are they, they're using her now. Yeah, she's popping up every once in a while. She was at the uh, she was at the Big 12 championship game, by the way. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like yeah. they posted a video of her giving the belt to Nelly for his performance. And I was like, okay. Really? <laughs> yeah. See, the like, Undertaker okay. was at the Big 12 championship game giving uh, Texas's quarterback uh, viewers the uh, a championship belt for winning the Big 12 title. Okay. Why does Nelly get a belt? Halftime performance. I don't know. I, yeah, I was like, what is what? this? And he was looked like shocked. Number one, he looked like he didn't know who she was. Oh, thank you. And he was shocked how heavy the belt was and was like, yeah, cool. And they said, for a hell of a halftime performance. And I'm like, everybody get one. Give me one of them. Great. Let's just pass out belts to everyone. <laughs> yeah, but that's that's where she's at now, man. She's getting ready for her in-ring return. At some point. Handing out belts. To she Nelly. To Nelly. I don't know. <sighs> Whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Everybody get a belt. Yeah, yeah, you get a belt. You get a belt. We should get belts. Because we're awesome. We or me? We. Uh, I guess. <laughs> would, would you? What is your problem? Why can't? Couldn't we be tag team champions? Me and you? Yeah. As partners? Why not? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Yeah, yeah, we could. We'd be the greatest, man. And then, then I'll turn on you and I'll take them both and run. You just sit in the corner like Andre, <laughs> like Andre in his last days, just waiting to get tagged. Oh, are you hakuing? Yeah, the haku. All right. I'm fine with that. I know you are. It's all good. It's all good. Um, back to back to AEW uh, before we head to break. You know, innocent little Brian Danielson, our our mentor. Everybody loves Brian Danielson. Mm-hmm. I'm not, you know, and I'm not sure how to feel about this story because apparently Brian Danielson is on AEW's disciplinary committee. Yeah, didn't know he had a disciplinary committee, but I guess they do. Yeah, makes sense. Bunch of people, you know, some lawyers and all sorts of, I'm guessing he's the talent rep on this. Brian Danielson apparently confirmed that he was part of the disciplinary committee that decided to fire CM Punk from AEW. They asked him about it, said he was part of the disciplinary committee. Clearly what happened has happened. Um, somebody who I like CM Punk, the brought a lot to AEW is there. Not a lot I can say about it or that I want to say about it. I am part of it. So there you go. So apparently little Mr. Uh, Mr. Innocent was on board with getting rid of CM Punk. Does that surprise you? 
not at all. I think it was a smart move. I mean, if you look at like you got like he is a he's a locker room leader. Like I, and obviously he seems like somebody with integrity that would kind of make a fair decision based on, you know, what's best for the business, what's best for the situation. So when I heard it, I was like, yeah, it makes sense. Like, you know, I don't know if they're trying to oust him or take, you know, some kind of focus off Tony Khan or whatnot, but it made sense. I mean, that's the only thing you could have done there. I mean, there's probably other people that could have caught some. Wow, like, that, that surprises me to hear that from you. What, what part? That, that you think that was the right decision to fire Punk. Well, for everything that went down, Tony Khan had to do something. He had to do something. Like, you let that fly, you got chaos for the rest of your career there. So I understood that. I just hate that it came down to that. Maybe, you know, I don't, you know, based on everything we know, we don't know everything, something had to be done or Tony Khan's not going to, like, survive this aftermath of Punk come back up. So we knew he wasn't coming back. Okay. And the fact that Bri- uh, Daniel Bryanson was in there, Brian Danielson uh, was in there, <laughs> we're it, both mixing the names yeah, up yeah. today that just makes sense i mean it makes sense you get, take somebody that's kind of neutral like you said he likes punk he you know he likes the company but you got to do you got to make that decision if it's just tony khan it's going to weigh on him and it's like oh tony khan don't know what he's doing but if you have a respected opinion and a voice that is a part of it yeah it makes sense i i just gained some respect for you for me yeah because, like, you know, you've been throwing rose petals everywhere CM Punk walks. I still do. This was all scripted. This is all part of the story, the <laughs> CM Punk storyline, right? If so, he didn't get fired, we wouldn't have that WWE moment. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm proud of you. You're proud of me. I am. I, I just want to come over there and put my arm around you and say, Dave, way to go. Don't touch me. I'll give you a pat on the back. Nah. I don't need, I don't need your uh, applause or praise. You know what I want to do? I want to come in there and uh, <laughs> rock bottom you on that table. You can try before and let it collapse before, so that way you don't get the uh, the the brace of the impact that may go through, like the chart you talked about earlier. Well, and you just go straight on your back and crack vertebrae and tear your labia and all kinds of <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> oh, let's go to break. Uh, just we, go to break. We're gonna take a break. We're gonna take a break. All right. I can't do this anymore, <laughs> but I have to for forty more minutes. Everybody, ah, is it, dear yeah, God. Yeah, we'll take a break. Yeah, let's take a break. More of the Mark Oak Show here on K Dawn, one hundred one five FM. It's the Talk of Las Vegas, the best in pro wrestling news and entertainment, <laughs> or so they say, or so we're saying. Yeah, yeah. We'll be back. This is the Mark Hoke Show. The Mark Hoke Show. Here again, your host, Mark Hoke. And we are back on the Mark Hoke Show. Holy cow, this has been a just an amazing, amazing show. Josh Alexander joining us. Daver Difference has completely lost his mind. Daver? No. Enunciate. Acknowledge David. David Difference. There you go. Double D. There you go. The D man. Uh, doing too much. Oh, what a difference a Dave makes. Now we're talking. Sound royal and regal. You fixed my bison medallion. Thank you, David. 
I will talk like this the rest of the show because you're being a jerk. I like that. Now you sound like a man. I'm Keep going. No, I will not because that's not what you want me to do. I <laughs> know. I want you to sound like a little squirrel. Stop. Stop it. What's your problem, <laughs> What's man? What's your problem, man? People dig me. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> best, nah, in, best in pro wrestling news. Yeah, we got to stop taking shots at each other, man. <laughs> Shout out to Ripple, man. Bionic scoop in the building. Scoop! Best wrestling photographer on the West Coast. In the world. He's pretty, gotta... he's pretty good. Yeah, that's my guy right he's there. He's pretty good. Pretty good. He's pretty damn good. He's got, I heard he's got pictures of David Difference. What does that even mean? I don't I don't want to know. I heard he's doing your um he did the pictures for your grinder profile. Stop. No? Oh, that was OnlyFans. <laughs> or both. I guess what's the difference? Unbelievable. You're sick, Mark. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, some other stuff going on. AEW. Hey, we're getting Edge and Christian on Dynamite next week. Yeah, is that too soon? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I was I was kind of thinking they were going to be saving that, but that's what I like. Is it going to turn into something? Or is, I guess that's what they do is they give you stuff that you're like, oh, there's going to be a build up, this and that, and here it is Saturday night. Watch this or Wednesday night, whenever. Oh, which I guess is better than I don't know. I'm then having a show where it's like, oh, there was no good matches. It's it's an inter- it's an interesting topic because you know you and I grew up watching a lot of WWE TV or mm-hmm. WWE well say WWF TV and the NWA too okay where where you got a, a a legit match it was a rarity oh on the TV shows to get a legit match you would if if you got even two mid carters hooking it up mm-hmm. it was a miracle yeah usually it was the Ric Flair beating up the Italian Stallion Rocky? If Ric Flair showed up, you know? Mega powers. True that. You, you would never get that. It was, uh, you'd have uh, you know, Johnny Rods, who was actually pretty good for a while. You know, you get Johnny Rods getting beat up by King Kong Bundy or something like that. Those were your matches. Right, and I loved it. Like, there was never, I never watched, like, oh, this is why. I don't know. I was just, as a kid, I, was, I, I wasn't like, oh, give me a better match. I just love the show. I love the uh, the vignettes, the promos, the talk shows. Uh, yeah, they just come out and squash people for an hour, two hours. Like, okay, there's Coco Beware dancing around. Cool. You know, yeah. it was it was almost like you know, it was a demonstration of, hey, look how good this guy is. You know, and I and you know, I, I guess when you mention that, it's interesting because I I almost think that hurt them. This change has hurt the mid card guys. Um, the changes when they started doing like actual matches, yeah, like good matches, mm. you know, because the mid car guys didn't get to really don't really get to beat up on anybody anymore, and they kind of lost their luster. Like a Coco Beware, if he was in in WWE or AEW now, would be the guy that everybody's getting is getting is being beaten up all the time. He's he'd be losing constantly. Coco, probably nah. Yeah, that's my guy. Well, I like Coco, but I'm just saying he's you know he he was a he was a mid card guy in in W the WWF. Um, I you know okay. You did talk. you ever see him? How many times but, did you ever but, see him but, win a but, but and a good a major but, match? But I mean, and we grew up in different eras, Mark. You were black and white era. 
Um, oh, stop it. And we had color TVs. But that was the thing. He was just a superstar, right? So we didn't think about, oh, he hasn't had a belt. He's a mid-card. It was just like, that's Coco. He got the bird. Everybody dancing and loved him. We didn't think, is he going to have a title shot? Never once did it ever cross my mind. I didn't ever. mean yeah, because that's what I'm saying. You were like 42 when you're watching this. Like, oh, what's going on? And Coco's not winning a match tonight. That was you. Me, I was a little kid. It was just like, go, Coco, go. I was, I, I think, I think when Coco was making his WWF run, I was probably what 12, 13 ish. Get out of here. Somewhere in there. Get out of here. I wanted him to win the Intercontinental title. Yeah, I, never even got close. Yeah, so why a guy like a guy like Lanny Poffo would be another example? Oh, Lanny Poffo couldn't stand. You know, he he was another guy. Just don't compare him to uh, Coco. Same now, Leap and Lenny, yeah, Leap and Lenny out. Same level? Nah, not at all. Coco was the lead singer on Piledriver, the number one smash hit from the WWF. Um, He had fans captivated. The uh, what's his name? Leaping Lenny Poffo? No, not the same level, dude. I, I, anybody, comments, call in, whatever. Leaping Lenny versus Coco Beware, go. Not the same level. But, but I'm, I'm talking about being at the mid card nope. and nope. getting, because if, if those guys were being used today mm-hmm. on WWE or AEW programming, they're, they're getting beat right and left. Leaping they're, Lenny? His name is Leaping Lenny. Leaping I, I didn't like Poffo. that as a kid. I was like, "That's your name, Leaping." What are we six? I, maybe I was six. Now, Lanny but... was pretty good mid south. You're talking mid south. I'm talking as a kid. I was watching WWF. You were I, I, a grown man in your 40s. Now, I didn't, I didn't want this to turn into a fight. I'm just well, saying that the way people Coco. were utilized back in the the mid to mid and early 80s, mm-hmm. and and you know, back a little further. Way different than they're used to back a little further. because we because we didn't get the quality matches on TV Coco then the than we do now. Go ahead, chime in the box, Coco not, or Leaping Lenny. Insulting I'm Coco not... or Leaping Lenny, Bradley, uh, Mastermind said Coco all the way. There's well, not even a chance of Leaping Lenny. Who's Leaping Lenny? The guy used to throw out frisbees. Who's another guy at that level? Uh, I, I mean, yeah, I'd have to go back and look at yeah, WWE. Well, come with something better because we're live on the radio. You can't just throw stuff out there like that, man. That's disrespectful to Coco, his heritage. That's a great guy. He's wow. a man of God. And Leaping Lenny, same level. They're different, man. They're mid-carters. No, I would say Leaping Lenny Le- was Leaping all- Lanny Poffo was above your your jabroni guys like like SD Jones nope. or a um, nope. I would put him in that in that in that boat. He would come out every once in a while, toss out some frisbees. Was, you're like, all right. There was never a storyline based on Leap and Lenny. Never, not once. Once he became the genius, okay. There was a little more. Okay, yeah, that's that, Mick Carter. Yeah, Leap and Lenny they, was not they, a Mick Carter. They came, he was yeah. a jobber. Oh, they, they pretty much brought him in with his brother. Exactly. So don't compare him to Coco. But but okay. But then when he did wrestle as the genius, kind of the same. The same mid card guy, now, but the mid card guys today mm-hmm. are the ones that they feed to the big guys now. As opposed to you had guys that were fed to everybody, and Albert. guys like and guys like Coco Beware would be able to get wins on TV. So you'd be a little more excited to see them wrestle when they when you'd go out to the live events. Right? Yeah, I agree with that. 
That's that's what I'm saying. No, nah, that's not what you said, though. You said they're on the same level. I got caught up in the weeds on that. Yeah, you, you got tangled in the weeds on that. You didn't understand what I was yeah, saying. Yeah, because there was thorns in those weeds, and it was hard to get out of, Mark. Well, you you dove into the rose bush. You said something that didn't make sense. I had to correct it. <laughs> they weren't the same. But but they were at the same level in terms of where they Leaping, were. Lenny, and Coco beware. I mean, how long are we going to go with this before you just uh, say, you're right. You know what? I misspoke. Maybe the genius. They're mid-carders. Say the genius. The genius. Okay. Lanny Poffo. They, they're mid-carders. Leaping Lenny was, I don't even know what you would call that. A mid-carder. Okay, Coco Beware. He was above. He was above the people your have preliminary spoken. The people have wrestling. spoken. Mastermind, the greatest mastermind in professional wrestling, is said Coco all the way, Mark. Let's move. I'm on. not. I'm not Who, saying that Coco Beware certainly had a, a better. Well, oh, overall oh. A better career, but it's but not they the were same. Still the same. So it's not you the never, same. So Coco it's not never the got same. to hold a title, but he was a, he was a mid card guy. I'm done with this conversation. He was an exciting mid card guy. I'm done. But I'm I'm just saying, it's a it's a very different dynamic on television now than it was back then. I'm gonna email this clip to Coco, <laughs> see what he says, man. See if we ever get oh, him on here again. Dear Lord, to my guy like that. I keep thinking of Rick McGraw, by the way, which was a tragic story. Who's Rick McGraw? Wrestler? Yeah, he was he was he was a preliminary guy mm-hmm. that uh, ended up dying from injuries from Roddy Piper. Oh. I remember seeing that match on TV. That was sad. He died in the ring? Uh, shortly afterward, yeah. Piper, I, I think it was a DDT or something that Piper did and broke his neck. Why are we talking about this guy? Well, but I'm saying that's another guy that I'm trying to think. Jose Luis Rivera, that's another guy that was a, a beat-em-up guy that what? WWE had. There were the, the, the guys that were the your Steve Lombardi. Are you just saying beat-em-up guys, jobbers? We call jobbers. them jobbers. Yeah. Okay, what do you say? Okay. Lanny Poffo wasn't a jobber. I don't know. There were jobbers, mid-carters, and then, you know, you work your way up a little bit. Well, let me know. Let me know if anybody ever popped for Leaping Lenny. I'll be popped for Leaping Lenny. I want to see proof. (laughs) Call in. (laughs) Call in. We'll we'll do this. We'll have to do an internet search. Anyway, Internet. well, we got off we got off topic on that. Edge and Christian, man. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. By the way, Edge gave the gave gave it Christian the GFY back. Yeah, I on like TV. That. I like that. I just I think it's too soon. It feels too soon. I know they're rushing. It seems like they just rush everything because they got so much to go through and get to. You know, let's have them feud so then they could squash it and we could have that moment. And then yada yada. Who I don't know. It just seems like it's moving too fast. I I think that should be saved for Worlds Collide. Right. Like definitely for uh, pay per view. Yeah, I, I don't. Yeah, they they should be keeping them apart. It's that value, right? So, like, as much as we complain, like we want, oh, why don't you give us some good stuff? The shows have always been the lead up to the payoff, which is the pay per view where we're spending money to watch this thing. So we get it. Now you you could flesh some stuff out a little bit better, but that match right there—that's a pay per view match. That that's the one match people are like, oh, these two. That's the one match with Adam Copeland, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, these two got to collide. Oh, here it is next week. Yeah, I, I just, you know, unless they want to do something really crazy. What, define crazy. Well, like the Texas death match. Oh, yeah. That'd be dope. Uh, yeah. Uh, at the premium live or something? Yeah. Or pay-per-view? 
Yeah, that'd be dope. I mean, there's got to be something, uh, See, some kind of caveat when they go to the... That's one thing I think AEW needs to just... You know, it's funny because they'll drag us some storylines out, but then some, they compact it too much. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. Well, I think I you think even look at that Jay t- White thing was like so flash in the pan. Yeah. Like, here we go, spit them out, next, next, let's go, let's go. So they're building up like one person who could be Edge or could be... You know, and then it's like, all right, what happened to the other person or the feud or the buildup or the I, investment? You know, I'll be honest with you with Edge, and, with, with Edge and Christian, I would have much rather seen them be kept apart for a long time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I don't, I didn't, I was really surprised that they put them together right away. I, I would have rather seen that next year, like at least a double or nothing. Yeah, just, yeah. I, I think it's. I, and I don't know if this is the case, but it's almost like that frantic mode. Now you got CM Punk and WWE, all this stuff, all this talk. It's like, let's give them something. We got to give them something. Okay, let's get this out of here and see if it pops. Then after that, it's like, oh, what's next? You know? Like yeah. it's all this buildup. It's like you It's like you with your grinder date. It's like all this buildup, and then so. next thing you know, it's over so quick. And then he's like, why did I even want to be with this guy? By the way, Scoop is calling for the dusty fish. Yeah, yeah. I think that would be a... Uh, Apropos for this, yeah. Well, we already did the because uh, the guns just did that uh, the broken leg chair thing to uh, MJF at the pay per view, so we can't do that. I mean, uh, you can do a dusty finish though. Yeah, there could be something. Uh, they don't like doing the DQs though either. Yeah, no. Nah, AEW they, hates DQs. They give you full matches, and that's the thing. And like when they promote a match, it's like, oh, this is gonna end in a crabaffle. And no, it was a match. <laughs> it was like, oh, okay. See, the, see, I don't know if I, I, I know we kind of went off topic here, but kinda. I don't know if I like. I I think I almost rather have a DQ finish than a match with a lot of interference that ends in a pinfall or something like that. I like. I I I'd rather have a match get an inconclusive finish than a match have a finish that you know you've got three guys outside the ring and you know something stupid's going to happen to cause a you know somebody to lose yeah. you know what i mean i know what you because mean, because i don't want somebody taking a pinfall or a submission because of somebody i'd rather get it you know have the referees you know, get the dq and you set up a you have an inconclusive end and you move on to setting up a more you know then you have a cage match or then you have a stip- some sort of stipulation match you know what i mean I I don't I hate I I hate when there's like like I, I love Jeff Jarrett and I love all those guys mm-hmm. you know and Jay Lethal and everybody but I hate when there's when one of those guys has a match and there's four people outside the ring interfering right. I mean how are you supposed to wrestle how would you how can you wrestle a match basically five on one you don't right yeah but then they still lose yeah it's stupid hey no offense but hey. You've been offending a lot of people today. Well, Coco Beware, fucking oh, freaking uh, Whiskey Man over there, and uh, what's his name? Ripple. Uh, <laughs> look, he's going. He, uh, my apologies for that there, Mark. Mark? Got it. Ooh, he's quick, man. That was a test. <sighs> Bania I don't said, know if I was quick. <laughs> Bania said get him, man. Um, yeah. Where, where were we? I Just watching you get frantic flusters me, man. So... Hello? Yeah, I I got you. <laughs> All right. 
So, yeah, Coco Beware, you was disrespecting him. Uh, that's my guy right there. Anyway. I think that's what we come back to. Oh. Let's see what else. Oh, well, <laughs> well, we got some other news, so I'll tell you what. So just so I can catch my breath, Jeez. let's take a break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about, uh, well, someone's going to be in jail for a long time. Oh. Well, you'll find out. Ric Flair's trying to go to jail, apparently. Oh. <laughs> what he's thinking. Ric and, Flair? Yeah. I haven't heard of and, this. Uh, Oh, <laughs> and there's and there's a new arrival in the world of wrestling. See, I'm pumped. No, we'll talk about it and a whole lot more. Stick around on the Mark Hoke Show here on KDON. We'll be right back. Hmm. You're listening to the number one professional wrestling radio show in Vegas, The Mark Hoke Show. The Mark Hoke Show. Now, here again is Mark Hoke. And I have recovered from my heart attack. We are back here on the Mark Hoke Show on Kate on 101.5 FM, the talk of Las Vegas. Captain Potty Mouth, David Difference. Uh, aye, aye, Captain. <laughs> hey, um, just real quick, we got that toy drive going on. The yeah. big, big show at FSW Arena, Headlocks and Hearts Holiday. Um Smile driver, we're trying to drive some smiles to the kids of the Vegas Valley. But the show is on the 16th. But right now, you can start dropping off toys. We're gathering toys. If you want me to come pick up toys, just call me and I'll come get them. But right now, we got some tremendous people out there helping out. Uh, and we've already collected a gang of them. But if you go to headlocksandhearts.org um, for all the drop locations, you can drop off toys before the show. If you can't make the show, you can make a donation. Headlocksandhearts.org. It's for a good cause, and I'm excited about this. There you go. Mark will be playing Santa Claus. Am I? If your check don't bounce. Okay. What, a check to me? No. You check to us. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, I thought you were. God, I haven't written a check in years. Yeah. Well. Yeah. By the way, uh, by the way, uh, Bionic Scoop in the chat box says, uh, I named my bird after Frankie. I didn't name my Frisbee after Lanny. Nice. That sums it up. Right well, that there. Op- that original gimmick was lame, and Lanny hated oh, that. That's what we were. No, he didn't hate it. Yeah, he did. He came up with it. And you just stood on that, uh, on that uh, saying that he was Coco Beware. Same level. So don't go back now. Because Same Scoop level as he, a mid-carder. No, nah, no. Nah, that's not what you said, Mark. They're all mid-carders. That's not what you said, Mark. That's what I said. They're different. Way oh, different. Oh, God. Wait. Hey, you, you guys on YouTube are going to be watching this. Comment in the chat box. They don't comment down to, the comments. It, it, that's it, all I'm going to say. It's a no-brainer. You're the only person that thinks that. Only person. If there's one person... That thinks otherwise. They are all I will, general I will turn off my camera right now. I will carders. walk out. I won't even look at you as I walk out. I will get in my car and I will drive home. I will take my ball and go home. Coco Beware was not a main event wrestler. Nobody said he was. And I'm not saying. Main event personality, Lanny though. Pavo. Main event personality. Um, when? An iconic figure. Nobody's oh. going to go back and be like, remember Lenny Pavo with the Frisbee. Nobody's going to say iconic moments. And no diss. Because everybody like that does this thing, like I got love for them all. But Coco Beware and Leaping Lenny Poffo are not the same. I don't know. He did a pretty good job as a genius. And so now you're going to the genius. They they upgraded him. 
He had more airtime. He had a gimmick. Leaping Lenny, same guy, would read poems. I call Leaping Lenny Poffo because that was how I first remember. Don't it. try to fix it now, Mark. You said, but what he you was said. still the you same said what person. You said, and if you go on the Odyssey app, you can now rewind and hear Mark say what he said. All right, there you go. Do that. Anyway, I <laughs> get that, man. Shout out to everybody that's helped out with this uh, toy drive. I love y'all. Seriously, wrestling community out here is so beautiful. Thank you, everybody. Yeah, speaking of a beautiful wrestling community. Uh-oh. <laughs> she used to be. Not so much anymore. Sunny. Yeah. The California girl? Tammy, no. Tammy Sitch mm. is, uh, well, of course, we all know that she was, she's had her issues, mm-hmm. to say the least, and she uh, killed someone in a car crash, uh, got gentleman by the name of uh, Julian LaFrancis Lassiter. Damn. She was sentenced. Uh, Lassiter was 75 years old, by the way. Sentenced to over 17 years in prison for junk- drunkenly colliding with another car. Blood alcohol limit was over four times the legal limit. It was also found had it, when it happened, had an unsealed bottle of vodka in her car mm. and cannabis in her system at the time of her arrest. Mm. So 17 years plus eight years of probation and was given a credit of 566 days for her sentence for time served. So Sonny will uh, not be seeing the light of day for a very long time. Well, she's a clown. You know, I mean, obviously a lot of demons that do that, but like when you affect other people's lives with your demons, um, that's where, you know, there's no... There's no leeway on that. And what about this football player? How many years did he get? What, four or five? Yeah. From the Raiders? Like, yeah. that's insane. Like, you kill somebody, you're out, and this is the thing, like, it hits home. My son's a truck driver. They're out there. People are thinking about themselves. Can I get home? Can I do this and that? You're not thinking about anybody else. And there's other people on the road that will be affected by your stupidity. You know, and you don't think about that. And the fact that they don't throw away the key. Oh, I was just drunk. I wasn't in my right frame of mind. That's your problem. Yeah, apparently that case with Henry Suggs, there were some issues with the investigation that caused that plea deal. But, you know, still pretty terrible. Insane. That's cut and dry. Now, speaking of insane, I don't know. I don't know what they were thinking here with Ric Flair. But apparently Rick cut a promo for a rampage this week. Yeah. Did they cut it? And uh, he did an in-ring promo with Sting where Rick invited women between the ages of 18 to 20 to come to his hotel room with no boyfriends or husbands, similar to promos he used to cut in the 80s, and Rick caught some flack on social media. Yeah, who came? I heard they was going to cut that part out of the promo. Did they? I don't know. But, we don't know. But, but uh, I didn't think it was bad. Was it bad? Every, but everybody stepped up. You know, some of the boys came to his aid, and you know, Stone Cold Steve Austin said, uh, "You know, keep doing you." That's the bottom line. Kevin Nash, uh, you know, came to his defense too and sold it Chris Jericho on a comment I cannot read. But yeah, what uh, what what was the negative they said about it? I saw well. Of course, you know, Rick had those issues with the dark side of the ring situation and and so on with the sexual harassment. So, 
What, uh, you know, plus, you know, talking about the young girls. So yeah. Young, legal, right? 18 yeah. to 28. Yeah. I mean, that's a good age range. There you go. But, but that's Ric Flair. What? what so who said something negative? Well, a lot of people do it on social media. You know how social media is. I seen one person say, ugh, gross. Okay, I could get that. But still, Ric yeah. Flair. So, yeah, so so Rick, uh, Rick got himself in a little entanglement there as well. Um, <laughs> but, I'm interested to see if they cut cut out the part because I was like, it's not that bad. Well, well maybe go watch it. And, and speaking of young girls, well, Damn. there's a new one. And we want to congratulate Ty Mello and Sammy Guevara. They have a new child. Of course, you and I were at Double or Nothing when they put the signs up, did the little promo thing announcing that they were going to have a baby. Well, we want to welcome Luna Mello Guevara, who was born on Tuesday, November 28th. Oh, Ty had uh, over 24 hours of labor. Yikes. Mm, Slow week in wrestling if this is how we're going out. Well, just wanted to say congratulations (laughs) to to Sammy and Ty on the birth of their child. Way to go. Shout out to that. How how much did it weigh? I'm Uh, curious. That is not on the list. Oh, it's not, Mark? It's not in the story. But just congratulations to the new couple. Way to go. Follow us on social for that. Yeah. (laughs) But, hey, we want to thank you for (laughs) it. Is this it? That's it. Finishing up the last segment. That's how we ended the show. Want to thank Josh Alexander for coming on the show. Want to thank all of you for tuning in and listening. Thanking everybody for getting into that chat box and saying hi. We appreciate it. Dave flashing the Big Valley Wrestling tonight at five o'clock. Check that out. And please follow us on Twitter at Mark Hoke Show, Facebook, the Mark Hoke Show. You got David Difference. That's the difference at David Difference on Twitter and. Just look him up everywhere, too. Give him a follow. Please. Mark, <laughs> at Mark Hoke Show. Just wherever you want to go, we'd appreciate it. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you guys next week. Want more of The Mark Hoke Show? Follow us on Twitter at Mark Hoke Show. Like us on Facebook at The Mark Hoke Show. And visit MarkHokeShow.com to keep up with everything happening with the show. And remember to check out all of our archive shows on YouTube at The Mark Hoke Show and download our podcasts at markhokeshow.podbean.com and all your favorite podcast outlets. So join the Mark Hoke Show family today and thanks for listening.